Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a nostalgia podcast where we revisit all the things that made the 90s and noughties brilliant. From kids TV shows to niche movies, toys, games and everything in between. My name is Matt Bentley Viney and I am joined today by... Gemma Bentley Viney. How are you Gemma? Very good, thank you. Had a very busy few weeks. Saw Mary Poppins again in the theatre with work. It's really, really good. Still highly recommend it. Saw Dear Evan Hansen on the West End as well with work. And I think that's one of the best things I've seen actually on the West End in quite a while. Very, very different. It's quite a sad subject, but really important, really well done. I think if anyone's kind of looking for something to see in the West End, that is kind of the main thing I'd probably recommend to them now. And I think last time we spoke, we were on our way to Deal with Meg for a little mini break, which we loved. I'd happily move there. It was very, very cool. Lovely little town. And Meg was very well behaved. I feel like I've, we've been doing a lot. Went back to Bournemouth. It was really nice to see all of our friends and family back there for a long weekend. And Meg did very well on multiple long haul car journeys. Yeah. She just sits there. Yeah, she just sits on my lap the whole time. And um, I think we spoke about whether or not she's, what's going to happen with the hotel bed. And yes, Meg did sleep on it. So yeah, we can confirm. Not sure how that works because it's a dog friendly hotel, but I don't think it's a bed friendly for dogs hotel. They didn't say anything. We didn't, they, they, there's been no extra charges. They may have just thought that I was shedding my hair. Maybe. Um, so have you been up to anything particular? No, not really. Oh, good, great answer there. Great chat. Um, no, it was nice. I supported, uh, so my best man, Thomas Turner and Rebecca Harris, his partner and producing partner have released a short film called A Glimpse. And I went along to watch that at the, I want to say it's called Love Festival. It was sponsored or produced by New Renaissance Films. So yeah, it was a really cool experience where there was like 10 films all shown around the theme of love. And it was very good. Uh, it was lovely to be able to support a very dear friend on a creative exploit. So, yes, well done, Tom. And if you see a glimpse showing anywhere near you guys, like in festivals or something, then go along and see it. I can highly recommend it. And I'm in it. So, yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. yeah I could barely see you. So. I am in it, though. I, You're a I waiter, am... aren't you? Are you a waiter? Uh, no. Barman. No, I'm, I don't have a job. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm a friend of the main character. We've gone for drinks. Were you in one of other Tom's films where you were a barman? No. Have I imagined that? Yes. Were you, oh my God, no, but were you at a bar? Were you drinking a coffee? Uh, no, I was drinking a oh, but you alcoholic drink- No, so you were, you were sat at the bar drinking? With them. I wasn't sat. I was standing with the main character. And the bad thing is when we were filming it, because she kept looking at her phone and I was talk- like, telling a story or talking to her and I thought, oh, that's really rude. Like, because this is um, Rachel Shenton, who's an Oscar winner and everything. I was like, oh, it's gone to her head. You know, these Hollywood types can't even look at me while I speak to them. And as it turned out, she said afterwards, by the way, that was in the script. Because I think she could probably feel that I was getting a bit agitated. So, yeah, <laughs> I-, I felt very silly. Let's show she's so good at acting. She fooled you. I said to Tom she was amazing because I... I, very I, good. I yeah, I had no idea. I like how you're saying, like, you're like, well, I was saying, you know, she's, I mean, she's an Oscar winner. True. But I like how you're like, I was saying she's amazing. She's got my seal of approval, which means a lot more than what the Academy offers. But today we've got two really good TV shows. I'm not going to say classics. I don't think either of them are. Again, one of them, I can't actually believe how good one of them is. 
And we I, said I, this last week as well. Like, we are on a roll with this. And I don't think you thought you would enjoy it. No. Because it, normally you don't like my picks. Like you have to endure I my American I'm... ones. <laughs> and then you like your English run for one season in 1989. No, I used to enjoy the show growing up. So Did you? Yeah. Well, we may as well reveal what we're going to be talking about today, although it is in the title of this podcast. But uh, you're about to hear our thoughts on Fairly Odd Parents and Nelly the Elephant. Yay. Matt, would you like the honour of introducing Nelly the Elephant? It would be my pleasure. Nelly the Elephant was a British children's cartoon series created by Terry Ward on behalf of Filmfare, Flix Films, and 101 Film Productions Limited in the United Kingdom that ran from the 8th of January 1990 to the 21st of January 1991. That is a very short yeah. rollout, isn't it? It's like two and a half weeks. The series featured Lulu as the voice of Nelly, with Tony Robinson as the narrator. A comic book annual was released in 1991 in an attempt to further advertise the series, but the annual failed to attract a wide audience. Oh! Based on the famous children's song, Nelly the Elephant, the series revolves around a pink elephant named Nelly who is returning to her home in Mandalay after escaping from the circus. Throughout the series, she meets new characters and sometimes returns to the same places in her quest to return home. Though curiously... All of her travels are within the United Kingdom. Another recurring character is a dick dastardly like ringmaster, keen to recapture Nelly at all costs and return her to the circus, but is continuously foiled by Nelly and her friends. It ran for two series and there were 30 episodes. Oh no, it's not two and a half weeks. It's a year and two and a half weeks. Sorry, <laughs> my mistake. I've just realised that. If you're shouting at the podcast right now, I did just realise that. That's aimed at you, Dave. Because I know you shout at the podcast while I'm making mistakes. Hello, David. Oh, hello, David. <laughs> so, Gemma, why did we watch this? And what are your kind of feelings about Nelly the Elephant? Well, I think I've been confused now. Because I only knew the song. And I assumed that meant I watched the TV show. Are you going to sing the song then? No, it's just like, you know, Nelly the Elephant packed her trunk and said goodbye to the circus. And off she went with the trumpety trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. I thought everybody everybody knows that song, don't they? No, I didn't know that song. I assumed everybody like my age knew that song. Wasn't it easy to make show, kids shows in the 90s? Though? Literally based off that song, They're a like, yep. whole TV series was born. But I knew the song, so I assumed I knew it from the TV show. But then on watching the TV show, I was a bit like, oh, I don't remember any of this. So maybe... You just listened to the I song. I just listened to the song. Why did we watch this then? Why didn't you tell me within 30 seconds and we could have watched something else? It's only like 10. They're 10 minutes long. I think they're five minutes long. Exactly. Five minutes of your time. Don't you complain. Did any of you at home watch this? If you did, please write in at rememberthisquestionmark at gmail.com. And that's question mark as in the word. Because I've never heard of this. No, but I was so shocked. Lulu. I would knew. Yeah. I was like, I recognise. This is the main this thing is pop we've star learned. Lulu, you know, she big won, deal. She won Eurovision, I swear. Is, I, is that something to be proud of? I mean, yeah, it's quite hard to win Eurovision. As a serious pop singer? It's, is that um, a... Didn't like Elton John win it once? No, Wait, no you're making it up. Won it once. Elton John did not do. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he didn't know, because he's British, so he wouldn't have done it. Abba did. Yeah, but I can see that. Abba They're won. They're quite cheesy, aren't they? 
Don't slag off Abba. How well, dare they are, you? Come on, they are. No, it's, back it's in the day, Euro trash. Back in the day, quite big people went on Eurovision. Cliff Richard, he oh, won. Look, <laughs> oh, Cliff. They were like famous. Cliff's wow, very, Cliff is very famous. Who else? Blue. Oh, Blue yeah, did, they did. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, Jedward. These names. They yeah, just but, so much respect no, for these artists. Recently, yeah, okay, but back in the day. Like you'd get like probably big people going on there, like Lulu. It'd be really funny now if it turns out Lulu was never on Eurovision, and we're like spend ten minutes talking about Eurovision. Also, before I'm turn thirty, one of my goals is to go to Eurovision and like watch it live. Well, I feel like we should because Lulu's such a big part of this show. Uh, we should probably do a little bit of background on who she is now, because people, a lot of people say, won't know Matt's who she is. Thing on Lulu is every like white woman over the age of like fifty looks like Lulu. They just all of a sudden decide, Chris I'm going to make my hair. looks like Lulu. That my mum used to have a haircut a bit like Lulu. Your mum, a bit like Lulu. She is a Scottish singer-songwriter, actress, TV personality and businesswoman. She is noted for her powerful singing voice. Has she written this Wikipedia entry? No, leave Lulu <laughs> alone. No, but, you know, I'm Does not Does it say she's a... Nelly the Elephant? She's also widely known for her Eurovision Song Contest hey. 1969 winning entry. Told you. Boom, bang, a bang. Are you not impressed? I just knew that off the back of my head. Like, I just knew Lulu won Eurovision. And she's known in the UK for her 1964 hit Shout, which was performed at the closing ceremony of the 2014 Commonwealth Games in Glasgow. Oh, I thought we were going to say the Olympics. But oh, sorry. Just... Is that not good enough for I you? was going to say that's amazing, but... Well, no, because she's Scottish and it was in Scotland. Makes sense. But my like memory of Lulu is I was on a plane once and I, for some reason there was nothing on. Well, you know when it was like very limited choice. Right. So I watched a documentary about her and well, it was what? like half documentary, half her performing like at a concert in the BBC. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know why I watched it. When did you do that? So since then, I've always found it very tedious and I feel bad. It's not her fault that I made How myself watch it. How old were you? 12. You were 12 years old yeah. and you watched a talk. People around you looking. Because, you know, you do that thing on like, I've only been on kind of a few long haul flights. But I do always do a thing when you kind of see what other people are watching. When you're a bit like, oh, they're watching this. Oh, look at that person. Oh, I'm quite surprised they're watching. You know, I think you can tell a lot by a person from that. And they'd have looked over and seen like a 12 year old Matt watching a documentary. Is that Lulu? So. She's a classy lady. I like Lily. I think she always no, looks I, nice. I feel bad. I do too. And I think that's why like a lot of women all of a sudden like look to Lily because she looks so good for age and she always looks lovely and well dressed and nice hair and makeup and she's very smiley. So, I mean, I, I might be wrong, but anyway, she's OBE and I've got a lot of respect for her. And she you was feel the, bad for slagging off Lily, don't you now? She was the voice of Nelly the Elephant. So Isn't that amazing? Back to Nelly. What a good fact. Yep. We can add that to our list. How did you not know she won Eurovision? I did. And I've never watched a documentary on Lily. I must have missed that bit. I just remember her performing at the BBC. It? I don't I don't know. Did you fancy Lily? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, just because normally that's that be why. I don't know why I was watching it. You'd I, have all of that choice. No, but I didn't have a lot of choice. This is it's quite a long time ago. This oh. is like twenty oh, I'm giving away my age now, twenty five years ago. No, no it was not twenty five years. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> not in your voice. <laughs> this is 15 years ago so oh, back in the day didn't have didn't have the choice they do now kids 
So the TV show is essentially they're five minute clips and there's one long story. It's like a narrative. Mm. So each episode, things change and things happen. We don't actually know if she does. Does she escape? Does she get home? Does she get, go back to the circus? If you want to find that out, you need to watch it. Watch all of it. Uh, we should watch the first and the final episode. No, how, no, it was good to pick random ones, I think. And the ones we picked, in both of them, they're tra- she's travelling, Nelly Viola. It's because I'm assuming they're like that in all of them. So obviously, so it starts off, so she's escaped the circus, yeah. which I quite like. Because at first I was thinking, oh no, is it going to be about an elephant in the circus? Because that's sad. Mm. Uh, but no, no, she's escaped. She knows it's bad. And she's going back to her homeland to see, be with her family and it always ends each episode with the elephant her like dad elephant or like the oh, pack yeah, really dad sad. doing this like really loud noise of like the calling or oh, the elephant call so it's like she knows she's like oh no he's calling for me i must try and get back and i'm like oh nelly it was very sad actually because the elephant the um the elephant the episode both of them we watched are very fun and like whimsical and like oh you forget don't you on. you forget and then it ends on that somber note you're like oh god sad but i think nelly's quite an odd character because i thought she was going to be like a cute little like kid elephant like ah, oh, do you remember the heffalump in um winnie the pooh yeah no ah oh, well at one point this is quite late on i think i was a bit old but uh they created a character called the heffalump and it was like a little i think the heffalump was i don't know if it was actually an elephant and they just called it a heffalump or it was a made-up animal but it was just the cutest little like, oh, and I thought that was what Nellie was going to be like. But Nellie's like a 50-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yes, I love my, what buns? Cinnamon buns? Uh, current buns. Like, oh, I just love my current buns. And oh, yes, oh. Oh, I wonder if they have some current buns here. Yeah, it was a bit more like that. It's a bit more high pitched. So, oh, I do like to be some current buns. Are we yeah, serving current buns today? It, which I just sort of thought, well, that's a weird... I don't know. It wasn't what I imagined a character Why to be like. Why didn't they make her a child? Because yeah. there's children who are watching this. Maybe too upsetting to be like a child's lost. No, because then you're even more on their team. What, mm. what's she been, why has she been putting up with this circus for so long? This is now as like human travel, elephant trafficking. It's horrible. Also, why is it when like creating kids books, kids TV shows, they always have to have like a weird food they're obsessed with? Like Paddington and Marmalade, Winnie the Pooh and Bodger Honey. and Badger and Mashed Potato. Yeah. And then obviously like her and Nelly and current buns. Ed and Nelly, jawbreakers. Yeah, it's like they always have to have like a, a thing. If you were growing up... Scooby-Doo and they have those massive sandwiches. Yeah. I always they, thought they looked amazing. They did actually always look good. If you were a cartoon and you had to have your thing where you're always thinking of, what would it be? Curry sandwiches. Curry, no, because you never have curry sandwiches. Do you just mean curry? No, but they, like a lot of these things aren't real, are they? So I'm saying no, curry sandwiches. No, they are sandwiches. all, marmalade's real. Sandwiches are real. Current buns are real. You know, it's not a made up food. <laughs> okay. Cheese? I would have cheese. What? Just like a, a block of Ooh. cheddar. Always wanting a cheese board. Used to be a cheesemonger. Wanting, no. oh, can, I have, can I have cheese <laughs> with this, cheese please? cheese board? I can't want everyone to go, oh, can I have a cheese board, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, because also I would just carry around like a block of cheese. I don't want to be that person. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And then your character, you'd be a would mouse. Yours be? You'd be a little mouse who loves cheese. What would yours be? Fish and chips. No, surely yours, at the moment, you're obsessed with avocado and toast. Oh, that's so you're millennial, proper, isn't it? You are, like, oh. you're a little millennial. No, I think fish and chips has always been a or staple. actually, yours is scrambled egg. Since I've known you, you love scrambled egg. I've gone off it recently, though, haven't I? No, I know, but go if, you go, if you base it on the whole 10 years I've or known tea, you. Or tea, a cup of tea. 
Oh, that's no, otherwise that's too generic. Of, it's too generic. Oh, I'd like a cup of tea. No, because I can't think of any cartoons where they love tea. Like, oh, nice cup of tea. Uh, I've got, I know my fab ice lollies. Is my... Oh yeah, yours would be a fab ice lolly. You love that's your hangover cure. I want one now actually. And when my mum was pregnant with me, that was her main craving with fab I ice love... lollies. Well, I used to think that they were good for you. Well, not good for you, but what? like, uh, <laughs> but not bad for you because my mum used to tell me that it's only water, like a bit of sugar and water. It's definitely not. <laughs> Well, now, yeah, there's obviously a lot of like additives and, well, just a lot in there. When I there? was growing up, oh, um, so when I was growing up, we had to do a thing where we had to draw a picture of our least favourite food and our favourite food. And I drew my favourite food at the time, which were parsnips. <laughs> so I drew some parsnips. And for my least favourite food, I drew ice cream because I don't like ice cream that much. And um, I think they brought like, my mum in being like, well, she doesn't understand. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, no, I just really like parsnips. Oh, maybe yours should be parsnips then. Do you like parsnips? Parsnips are hard to do though. Like when you go out, they can sometimes be a bit too hard, a bit too stringy. Parsnips are hard to do. But then it makes me really appreciate it when they're good parsnips. We're going to have a brief interval now because we're going to go to the cinema and watch the film Parasite. We'll be back soon. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Well, they, they're not here watching us. They don't, we're not doing it live. Um, I can just cut all of this. So now make yourself a cup of tea. No, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. What, are we going to play like an advert or something? And then when we come back, we'll be like, hey, we're back. What was that thing they used to have? It's in America, isn't it? Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a Coke. Is that not from like The Simpsons? Are you sure that's real? <laughs> <laughs> it is from The Simpsons, but I assume that it's real. Mr. Burns sings Matt it. Matt also thought that um, Streetcar Named Desire oh, don't. <laughs> was a musical because that's what they did it in The Simpsons. And then when I had to study it at school, Matt was like, oh yeah, it's a musical. Stella, you're putting me through hell up. Oh dear. Right, back scene, bye. We are back. Parasite was really oh, good. No. What are you? We can't no. pretend. What are you doing? I think it was real. Like this is realistic, isn't it? Like you know, we're being honest. Okay, true. Well, I mean, true. We have just got back from watching Parasite. I now have a beer. We've ordered a Thai takeaway. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Jim? Parasite was amazing. It was it very was good. So good. So so good. But this is a nostalgia podcast, and here we talk about things that we watch. That we used to enjoy or have never seen before. And it was one series in 1990. So let's get back to Nelly the Elephant. What the Trump and the, 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 in the morning. Trump, Trump, Trump. Sang by Lulu. Where we left off, we didn't actually explain what happened in the episode we watched. So we've covered what it's about. She's trying to get back to her family. Um, she's left the circus. She's kind of like a 40-year-old woman. And she loves yes. and she loves cinnamon buns. No, currant buns. And to be honest, in the two offices, they're only five minutes each. The episode we watched, one of them, she was on a train, and the complication because she was enjoying it on the train, and they were being nice. Oh, have you got any currant buns? And they did. She was happy, but the issue was um, why the train stopped, didn't it? The train stopped, and then they needed a hose for water for something. Oh, yeah. It's funny because each episode, like, it needs like an elephant specific thing. Like, oh, and they literally walk past and like, oh, but we need loads of water. It's, oh, can I help? I think she does that because she wants the current buns. 
Yeah. Oh, no. And the circus are on their tail. They're coming up behind on the train behind them. Yeah, it's quite stressful because it is like a race. She's running away. It's a race. And that's why she's on all of these different transports. And she's like, I just want to get home. The theme tune should have been, I'm running away from the troubles in my life. Do you know what I've been listening to this week on the Chief? What? You know, Tattoo, but not their main song. The other one oh, where it's like, yeah. they're not gonna, gonna get, get us. us. Yeah, me and song. my brother used to do X Factor with our kids to that song. With your kids? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, sorry, with our toys. You know, like we had, uh, I had Blue and yeah, different toys. Um, also, that shows your age though, again, playing things too, because X Factor, we were old when X Factor started coming out. If it was Fame Academy, acceptable. Or maybe it was Fame Academy because we used to also, our second favourite song to do was Lamar. Dance, 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 dance. Yeah, but Lamar was successful after Fame Academy. Oh, maybe then. So I think you were quite old. Were you definitely like 13 or something 13? Like yeah, 12, You were very you were. We used to play a lot of games. Well, like, like pretending like... your toys are like X <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you're 13. And we used to do music videos as well because the music video for that tattoo song is when they're in a uh, van, aren't they? Like a lorry. But let, we're, we're avoiding Nelly the elephant. Come on, we need the to elephant talk in about the room. The, hey. Oh, well done. So yeah, in this episode, that's what happens, and she goes and uses her trunk and fills the water back up. What's what? What no, does I a train need water like a for? Fire? Is it the coal? No, because why would you put water out? You don't want that. Oh, I don't know, but it was relevant. And then the other one was very weird. She goes to space. <laughs> it's like, well, also the Wikipedia entry lied because it said it's mainly in the UK, which is kind of right because it was like it was in the UK. But then all of a sudden she was speaking to Americans mm. and they were like going to like the like NASA museum. Yeah. The, so the, the bus went to the museum and somehow she ends up on a space shuttle that's like a holiday one. So like Richard Branson's done it. It's mm. like, it's commercial space flight. And she's on there with loads of other people. And yeah. But they she, come she back. Goes to she space. goes, they come back and she's like, oh, that was fun. But I didn't want that. And again, they needed something. They offered her a job because, oh, that was it. They needed no, more they got, air. They got, they got stuck again. They mm -hmm. got stuck over the moon. And they're like, oh no, how are we going to get back? And she uses her, um, the ignition goes on the rocket and she uses her trunk. I, I mean, this just wouldn't work. I like how you're like debating. No, you would need more air than that. But yeah, it definitely wouldn't work what she did up in space with, you know, there's no Thank atmosphere. Thank you for clarifying there. that. Though. But <laughs> she uses her trunk to then like give them the boost and they, they come back down to earth and they're like, oh, do you want to stay up here and, and be an astronaut? They don't talk like that. No, what like, accent is Irish. that? <laughs> you want to be an astronaut? Did you know he sound like? Who? An Irish version of Jack from This Is Us. No, it's because I was speaking outside the side of my mouth. That's why. Oh. Gonna be okay, kitty girl. That's quite good. But do you want to wrap up Nelly the Elephant? Yeah, I would give it a six out of ten. Really? That high? No, I think that's no, quite no, high. That's, that's quite high. I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Yeah, same. Sorry, Nelly. Sorry, Lulu. Lulu, I, I, I'm still in shock. It's Lulu. Is it, it actually Lulu or have I just misread this? Uh, no, it is Lulu. It's the OBE singer who won Eurovision. And Lulu. is it, I think the narrator, narrator, narrator. narrator. Is it like, they said a famous person for that, didn't they? Or did they just say it like it was someone famous? Tony Robinson. 
recognise that, that name. I recognise the name as well. It is an old school radio presenter. Or is he from Spando Ballet? Spando Ballet. Spando. <laughs> Spando Belly. <laughs> Tony Robinson is an English actor, comedian, author, television presenter and political activist. He played Baldrick in the BBC TV series. Do you remember Russell Brand? No. Rang him, got in trouble talking about his granddaughter. Wait, it's not him? Yeah, it is. I thought I'd recognise the name more. Oh, I do know Tony Robinson. No, it's not the guy that um, Russell Brand rang. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm really sure. I can't okay. remember his name, but it's not oh, this guy. Oh, something Sachs, isn't it? Andrew Sachs? Wait, no. No, he's Andrew Sachs. It is Andrew Sachs. There we go. They're quite big people in it then. Yeah, and I just think it didn't have enough to it in the sense of you didn't learn. It wasn't like you learned something every episode. She wasn't that cute. She wasn't that cute. Uh, she didn't have any friends or anything like she that. She was just on her own. She was just on her own traveling. And you're just watching someone travel. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, is it? I'm quite an anxious traveller. So actually, I didn't really enjoy it at all. And I think, you know, it does feel very thin. And that's probably because it, they've made it from a song. I think TV show, 3 out of 10. Theme song, 9 out of 10. What? Nelly the Elephant, man. Right? That... In the morning. Jump, You're singing jump, it all wrong. Jump, but... Jump. That has been in my head for like 26 years. So. I'll give the theme song a six. I'll give it a seven. No, six. Give it a seven. And the, yeah, the TV show just didn't do it for me, if I'm being completely honest. I can see why I only got the one series or two series even. Sorry, guys. But sorry, sorry, Nelly. Sorry, creative team working on Nelly. Sorry, Lulu. Good try. Good effort. Gemma, would you like to introduce Fairly Odd Parents? The Fairly Odd Parents is an American animated television series created by Butch Hartman for Nickelodeon. The series follows the adventure of Timmy Turner, a 10-year-old boy with two fairy godparents named Cosmo and Wanda. He is constantly at odds with his 16-year-old babysitter Vicky, with whom his parents are oblivious to her malevolent doings against their son. It was produced by Fredator Studios 2001-2017. It was later picked up as a half-hour series on March 30th, 2001, due to its popularity. Originally it ended on November 25th, 2006, totaling five seasons, but resumed production in 2008. Production of the series ceased again after Hartman left Nickelodeon in February 2018. Throughout the run, celebrities who have guest starred on The Fairly Odd Parents include Adam West, Jay Leno, Norm MacDonald, Mary Hart, Chris Kirkpatrick, Alec Baldwin, Ben Stein, Jackie Mason, Jason Bateman, Rick Fox. There was also a film made to honour the 10th anniversary of The Fairly Odd Parents, a live action television film titled A Fairly Odd Movie, Grown Up Timmy Turner. Have you seen who was the star? No. It was live action and wasn't animated. Who was that? Drake from Drake and Josh. Oh. I felt like none of that Wikipedia entry gave any justice to how good this our show is. Parents, fairly Odd Parents. One's own wings, little tiny things. Honestly, so I watched this... How old would I have been then if it came out in 2001? You would have been seven. I've been seven. So probably was watching it when I was about nine, maybe. It's amazing. I enjoyed it growing up. I always enjoyed it. I never switched it over. I was always like, oh, yeah, this is good. Rewatching it, I didn't really have that high hopes. I was like, oh, yeah, like it's a bit silly. It'll be fun. <gasps> it's so good. It's like The Simpsons. I mean, let's not go too far. It's but like it is The very Simpsons. Good. It is. On par, not on par. It is similar to The Simpsons. I would give the theme tune 
10 out of 10. I wouldn't. I don't really. I never really remember the theme song. So. Well, would you like me to serenade you with it now? Well, we're going to play it, aren't you? Timmy was an average kid for no one understanding. Mom and dad and Vicky always making him demands. Hey, twerp. Not history. He's got a little fish that grants him every wish. But in reality, they are his odd parents. Fairly odd parents. Wands and wink, those shiny things. Odd parents, fairly odd parents. Chocolate shake. It's actually quite good. Yeah, right. Well done. Well done. I got about 75% of that. I can't get over how good it is. It was very funny. We both laughed out loud, like more than once. And not in like, a, oh, look at us laughing out loud at a kid's show. Genuinely. No, it was really good. We just watched it, enjoyed it and was laughing away. So each episode has two 15-minute segments. The first one was basically about the town, the not cheerleader, but the like prized possession, like the hero of the town. Yeah. And he's in a museum and he's called Chompy and he's a goat. And he looks very sad. He's in like a container and it's all very sad. But also, but no, quickly. So it's all about a little boy and he's got like these like fairy, right? And they're goldfish. Cosmo and Wanda. But they're goldfish and they just like turn into these like fairies. It's great. Yeah, because it's very cute. Because in the film, it's about when you grow up, you lose your fairy godparents. Oh. And it's funny because his parents are like useless. So the godparents are really useful. Mm-hmm. His parents are also such great characters. Yeah, they're Every very funny. character, I'm like, they're great. Yeah, they are very, the parents are very funny because the dad's like, a, I wouldn't say a coward, but he, he like screeches and faints a lot and he's, yeah. he's funny. And then, and the mum's not as funny as the dad, actually. Oh, I that think was one, some good jokes. One criticism I had of the show is that they give all the funny stuff to the male characters. Yeah, because Cosmo's funnier than Wanda as well yeah Wanda's the serious one the mum is the Similar serious one to the Simpsons one. though you've got like you've got your Marge and you've got your Lisa yeah, Marge is funny yeah, and he, Lisa's funny but Bart is probably fu- has more funny lines than Lisa no Bart's annoying he's not funny nah, but the funnier lines Lisa's meant to be like the straight one he's a bit like oh you're being silly and Marge is always there like her like hmm, sort of thing that she does and it's kind of similar fairly is it fairy odd or fairly? No, it's fairly odd. Fairly odd. But they're parents. fairy. Exactly. Odd. Okay. Ooh, but they're fairy godparents. You um, got it? Yeah, got it. Oh, that's a tricky one. So it's kind of similar in that sense where the women, the girls have to be the kind of nagging ones or the ones that kind of have to be like, no, this is silly. Stop acting up. Yeah. Just annoying. But other than that, though, I, I did think it was really funny. We did laugh out loud quite a lot. They're just really good throwaway kind of lines that, I don't know, we we just laughed a lot, didn't we? It's, it's very silly, but yeah. worked. It's like when the mayor was like, oh, to be a prized goat. And we were like, ah, goats. Yeah, goats, chompy. And basically, Timmy wishes that the goat, because he looks so unhappy, could be happy. And that meant that the goat lived in this like fairyland with a family. He had met a family and he had babies and all of that. But because he went missing, then it's a whole thing. And they thought Vicky stole it, his evil babysitter, which makes yeah. no sense. Her character makes no sense as a villain. Yeah, I, I again, it's not very good having the female character as the villain. No, I like, I no, I love a female villain. I think uh, females make brilliant villains. But... Yeah, but considering all the other female characters are boring or the straight ones, 
Yeah, she was a little bit. It, no, it just doesn't make sense that she's a babysitter. I think maybe if she was like his annoying older sister. He yeah, was always the favourite. And then that's why he's got the little like fairly fairy odd parents. But then she would have hers. No, because do all kids have them? Yes, they do. Do they actually? Yes. Then I understand. Because that's the why they wishes. have like the second episode. It's established that they have like a fairy convention almost. I thought it was only for kids that needed them. No, because he doesn't need them. He's not he living. Does, though, he's not Oliver Twist. No, but his parents are a bit useless. Like they're not very. They don't. They're like. They're not abusing him. No, but they're just not very. They don't seem to like him very much. But it was one of those weird things, and maybe it speaks to I had a nice and I'm thankful to have had a nice childhood. Because sometimes I watch things and I think, oh, like, I watch Harry Potter, I wish I could be magic. I watch, like, Pokemon, and I wish I could have a Pikachu. And I'd watch, you know, even things like Zoe 101, and I wish I could be dating one of them. But with this, I didn't wish I had fairy odd parents. I don't think I ever watched anything and thought, I wish I had that. Even with the Queen's nose. I even wished in Avatars that I wished I could have been in the Avatar world. Are you... Do you know there was actually a, a diagnosis for depression? People who wanted to be in that world of Pandora. Really? Yeah. And they had to accept that they're not. I do find <laughs> it strange though. Like I read a lot. Uh, a lot of the books and TV shows I watched were focused on foster homes. Oh, so you didn't want to be there then? I don't know. I think maybe sometimes I think that would be quite fun. Yeah, um, it's hardly Harry Potter. No. That's the thing. Harry's an orphan, but you still want to be in. No. I mean, just they just looked very frightening. No, but I always wanted to be magic. And the big one, I used to have a lot of dreams that I could fly. I really wanted to fly. I don't think I've had any of these. Oh, God, I feel sorry for you. I was Where's your sense of imagination quite, was, and fun? It's clearly quite content. No, but I was very aware that these were not real. Well, who says they're not real? I was just very aware. Like, like... I used to watch The Matrix and always wish to be Neo. <sighs> I used to always pretend to do like the thing when he dodges the bullets. I know. I think I was always very aware because I always wanted to be an actress. So I'd oh. watch things and think I want. So I think if I was watching a movie, I'd be like, oh, wish I was in this movie. No, but I that I was all, I'd watch movies and TV shows and think, oh, I wish I was acting in this or I wish I was in it rather than I wish I was in. I'd like to have been Emma Watson rather than Hermione Granger. And the episode ends. So the mayor is like investigating it. And Timmy has like a. Timmy becomes a hero because it looks like he. Oh, yeah, he does. Saved it. He captured, so Vicky is framed for stealing the goats and he is like hitting Vicky because he doesn't like her or whatever. So they're like, oh, he's a town hero. He was trying to save, save it or he caught, yeah. he caught he the caught person. Her. He yeah, caught the person it. doing it. So he became like a town hero and his parents like were loving it. And then he was like, what would you do if, you know? Oh yeah, what would you do if I, if I wasn't actually a hero and the dad just faints? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch more of it. I really I enjoyed would, it. I would actually watch more. I think this would be a really great if you're like hungover, like yeah. if you're hungover. It's past the hangover test. And you sort of think, oh, you're feeling a bit ill. And you just think, I just want to put something on right before I go to sleep. That's like happy and fun and short. Honestly, this ticks really all the funny. boxes. And uh, so that happens. And then he has like a guilty conscience. And it's Wanda who keeps telling him like, you have to come clean. You have to bring back the goat yeah. and... Yeah, release Vicky. And when he's really stressed in his dreams, he starts wishing in his dreams. So he's having all of these bad night terrors and he's like oh, wishing yeah, the for monster things. monster comes out, doesn't it? So they even have to grant the wishes even if he dreams them. So even if he says, oh, I wish, I wish it was just a giant monster that could like, you know, make me tell the truth. And I wish there was all of these like crazy things. He'd always like wake up and then be just like loads of crazy stuff in his bedroom, like a hundred ducks and... 
so yeah, he is dreaming up these monsters and no one can stop them. So in the end, he does come clean and he brings back the goat, but with a caveat that the goat has to come back with his family. Mm-hmm. And the mayor's fine with that. I think it's cute. And his intentions were good. His, his intentions were good. And he releases Vicky and all is well in Dimsdale is the location. Oh, well done for remembering that. Good Thank job. You. They always sound like those sort of things. Like Dimsdale, Townsville. That's it. To be honest, we're not talking about a lot because there's not as much. Like It's just really well done. The animation's really good. Considering, you know, this is very old now. It's nearly 20 years old. Mm. Um, it seemed very it seemed fresh very modern. watching it, yeah. And the writing was really funny. Like, it was just really tight. Mm. Like, so a lot of the kids' shows we watch are a bit, like, meandering or, like, nothing. Like, Nelly, nothing happened in these episodes. A lot Whereas happens. Whereas in this, loads yeah. happens. But it's not overwhelming. Because I remember when we watched Mona, it was, like, too much was happening, if that mm. makes sense. Whereas in this, they just seemed to get it right, where it flowed really well. It had a lot of good gags. Um, the relationship between the three main characters, like Wando, Cosmo, Cosmo, Cosmo and Timmy. Cosmo, I think, is really my favourite. Yeah, he's funny. They're cute. And the voice cast have stayed the same throughout the 20-year yeah. run. So. And the second episode is also really good. And I think like the second episode almost has like a message to it as well, which I quite enjoyed. Yeah, the second definitely had something you, you could take away from yeah. it, like a, a learning point. Yeah, so in the second episode... I actually remember watching this growing up because I... Oh, really? Yeah, I was self-conscious of my teeth growing up. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I love I've, your teeth. Well, yeah, because I've had like three sets of braces. You're saying that now. No. You're saying that post-brace. But I think I've always been very like... For some reason, I, I've never considered my teeth like being... You've got very good teeth. You've got piano really. keys teeth though, but they're very nice. But I've never had to worry. This is like a gender thing, I think, when you're growing up, isn't it? No, I think boys. Not now, worry about but I'm it. saying like back when we were growing up. I don't think people, boys, weren't conditioned to care as much about how they looked compared to girls. I wouldn't agree with that. I think you were very, you're very special in the sense that you. <laughs> I feel you... like you wanted to use a different S word than <laughs> simple, but that's fine. No, but you seem to kind of bypass a lot of kind of negative worries that I think. I don't really know why. You were just a bit of an arrogant arsehole, I think, when you were growing up. I'm the AA. So uh, <laughs> I've mellowed him out, everyone. Don't you worry. I've brought him, I've brought him down yeah. a peg of two, and now he's lovely. Now I've got all the insecurities oh, in the world. Shut up. He has a game called Timmy Ball, and the point of the game is only he can win if he has Timmy Ball, which I'm assuming is referencing another episode where he wanted a game he could always win, and he has like a Timmy Ball. But anyway. What an arsehole. Anyway, Who creates a game where only you can win? That is something you would 100% do. No, it's do. not. It is. I, that is so something you would I do. I don't cheat. And um, he, he like goes into the neighbor's garden. So he goes in and it's the dentist's garden. All the boys are really scared because the dentist and his son are horrible. And, and got amazing Timmy's teeth. character big, big teeth. is um, he actually has like buck teeth. Like he has slightly rabbit teeth. It's quite cute. And uh, they're really mean to him about it. And I was like, oh, they're like my teeth. That's sad. And they're being mean. And um, the dentist and his son all laugh with these big, big, big teeth and they steal the ball away. And then Timmy's really bothered by this. So then he wishes to wander in Cosmos. I wish everyone looked the same because then you wouldn't be able to bully anybody for their kind of the way they look. You wouldn't bully someone because the way they look because you can't because everyone would look the same. Oh, and then all of a sudden he turns into a grey blob. And everyone turns into grey And they look, yeah, he looks out the window and everybody is a grey. Everything is grey. And he is just like, they kind of look like Pac-Man. 
a little bit. Not the Pac-Man, like the little ghosts that chase you. Oh, yeah. The, yes. The ghosts in Pac-Man is kind of what they look like, but grey. And he's really excited. So he's going round. But then obviously you can't tell anyone apart. So he's like trying to find his friends. And he's, he's like, oh, I can't. Cosmo and Wanda are trying to find him and can't. They're like, this is going to be a nightmare. We, we can't find her. And they kept going to the same person. Be like, Timmy? And he's like, no, it's Chris. Timmy? No, <laughs> yeah. still Chris. And uh, we and enjoyed that, was, that. Cosmo was really funny, actually, in that section, yeah. wasn't he? Timmy then goes over to, like, get his ball back. And he goes over to see the dentist. And they look, and he's like, oh, look, we look exactly the same. And they're like, no, we don't, actually. I'm greyer than you. Like, I am actually a nicer shade of grey or something like that. Or So uh, Timmy learns a life lesson that... No matter what people look like on the outside, some people can't be changed on the inside. Yeah. And they're just horrible people who judge and are just nasty. It's like, you know, you can always, you could be the peachiest of peaches, but there'll still be someone who doesn't like peaches. Where did you get that from? It's it's just a good see. little phrase. Ah, Sorry, Pinterest. I was going to say it's on social media. I could see, I could see like uh, that, that being on Pinterest and being like a few peaches around and it's like an orange tint to it yeah and it's a print that people put on their walls live um, laugh love no it's better than that so he kind of realizes that and then he sort of thinks oh yeah it doesn't it clearly doesn't matter that's sad he sort of thinks oh well i might as well wish myself back to being the way i was then and then he's trying to find cosmo and wonder he's like where are they and they can't they can't find him so they're really struggling and then they go into like this weird fairyland where it's like all the fairies are stressing because... Well, this is where the fairy conference comes yeah, in. Yeah, there's, there's an emergency conference because obviously now everyone's grey and they're like, we can't find our kids. It's run by a fairy who has the likeness of Arnold Schwarzenegger and I always enjoyed this character. Yeah, he is a very good character. So he's kind of running it all and they're like, right, you need to fix this. So they need to get... T- they need to find Timmy and to have him wish himself back. Timmy, like, fashions himself a baseball cap so they can find him, which they do. And then, oh, and all the fairies are exploding because that's what happens. Like if they can't do, they wishes. can't make wishes. And um, he managed to wish everything back to normal just in time. So everyone then looks like how they used to. And then he sort of tells his mum about that they stole, like the dentist stole his ball. And then his mum goes into like super mum mode. She goes over there and starts having a massive go at them. But what I didn't like about this, so they made the man and the, the two men very short didn't they? Because she's like towering over them. Yeah. With her long legs and she and they're there like two foot. And I think that's a stereotype that I don't like that short people, especially men, are I mean, always short mean man, short and man nasty. Syndrome. And I mean, As a short I'm, man myself. I'm a 6'2", <laughs> so I obviously don't have that problem. But no, like speaking for short men, like it's, it's, it's not nice. It's like, it's one of the few... Uh, stereotypes that people are happy to just shit on short people and it annoys me mm. like the question is always a date oh would you date someone shorter than you yeah like, well okay who made you like the judge of who's tall and who's short and why is that one of the defining factors of if someone's good looking or a nice person i don't i don't get it this is nice i guess i do have short man syndrome in a way because i never realized i was short until i went to uni i was like bloody yeah everyone's like towering over me <laughs> what's this but i never thought of myself as like a short person no but yeah i hate that in the media and tv and film and things like that it's always short people is it's like the last thing you're allowed to take the mick out of someone for but yeah but the mum's really cool and then actually and then you find out the dentist's teeth you know that why they're so perfect fake got fake teeth 
They were dentures. Mean dentist. Also, yeah. dentists get dentists always a villain as well. No, I'm not. No, I don't. Dentist think so. and nope. Uh, okay, um, Rachel Green's dentist. He was horrible. Um, there's a dentist. I suppose in Edward Scissorhands. There's a dentist who's mean. To be fair, I had a very bad dentist experience, so I'll go along with that as well. No, my dentists in London have been lovely. Well, my one in London made a mistake, and I nearly choked, and it was horrible. And I have a fear of choking. So, oh, this is fun, isn't it? This last 20 <laughs> minutes, you've literally just been like, you know, well, let's just kill the mood. Yeah. People are wanting to listen, to have a nice time, switch off, and you're like, you know what? No. <laughs> dentists make mistakes, and nobody's Someone sure. Someone might be listening to this on the way to the dentist. They might be thinking, do you know, can you listen to your headphones at the dentist? Because I think no, it'd be a lot allowed. more. That's a shame. They should. They should. Well, what implement if I told that. you things and you're just there listening to Lady Gaga? We could tap you. Well, that's not very good, is it? I don't know. Like I think you should it. be able to listen to headphones in the barbers and the hairdressers. That's really rude. I think that's awful that you think that. But you think you should be able to at the dentist? What's the difference? No, because the dentist is really loud and strong. No one is like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Oh my God, this is really painful when they're at oh, a hairdresser's well, or barbers. I'm scared of rubbish small talk. You love small talk. Yeah, I know I do. You bet. It took me a very long time to find a dentist I like. My dentist loves David Bowie. And on Sundays, he only plays him. And I'm like, yay. This is what I'm here for. No, that's your barber, not your dentist. That's your hairdresser. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't call it a barber. It's late. I'm confused. We have literally probably spent about 10 minutes of this podcast talking about the actual TV shows and the rest of it just chatting absolute rubbish. And for that, I apologise. Well, no, let us know in the emails and the comments if this is the type of show you like. I've still not finished Fairly Your Parents. No, we're there. We've finished it. So then she does that and then she chases off after the ball and she's like, ha ha. She does like mummy ball. Mummy ball. Because you know he's like Timmy Bull. Yeah. She does something like that and she's like hitting them as they're running. And it's really funny. And I'm like, that's the type of mum I'd be. A bit of a dick. So, and that is Fairly Old Parents. I would give it a an 8 out of 10. I would say 10 out of 10. 10? I really enjoyed it. Theme song, good. Characters, good. Funny, funny. yeah. Storylines, weird, good. It's kind of like Shooting Stars, um, the Vic and Bob TV show, where you, you just don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, so that's House true. of Fools is that sort of vibe. I, I just I like, like how it. it's got its own feel to it. Like you watch a Fairly Your Parents episode, you're like, oh, I'm in the Fairly Your Parents world. I'm the same as you. Like I enjoyed it as a kid, but I didn't love it. But watching it as an adult, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Mm. I wonder if there'd be many more like that, because the majority have been the opposite. Bodger and Badger for me, I re- I hated Bodger and Badger growing up. Watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, this is really good, actually. I'm looking forward to watching um, Basil Brush because mm. I used to love Basil Brush. I didn't like Basil Brush. I didn't also like the, you know, the... Oh, uh, you know what we need to do next? The, what was a cuckoo? And he had red and it was... Woody Woodpecker. That was it. I hated Woody. Cuckoo? He's <laughs> a woodpecker. <laughs> I hated Woody the Woodpecker. I literally... I can't remember it. I did watch it, but I can't remember it. Honestly, it ruined it would ruin my morning or afternoon if he came on. Who's on a Cornelius? Watch my chops. Watch my chops. We're trying to watch Johnny Bravo, but can't find any like where we can watch it. So help us out with that, guys. To round off this episode, sorry it's been a little bit more sprawling than usual, but we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it or if you've enjoyed previous episodes, please rate. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. 
Give us as many stars as you think we deserve. Write a review. If you're thinking, well, I've already subscribed and whatever, write a review. That would be nice. But thank you so much for sticking with us. We will be back next Monday with a brand new spanking episode ready for your ears. I've been Matt Bentley-Viney. And I've been Gemma Bentley-Viney. And please also email us with any suggestions or message us on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, because we always love to hear from you.